0: What's up KDU and welcome one and all back down to our favorite show and our favorite time. You are here with your co-host Aaron and well technically now host because one of my our main guy uh, Mika is unfortunately he just fell down five flights of stairs and he's currently in a hospital. So our best wishes to him for a speedy recovery as the last of information we've heard he was actually on his way to a private clinic to get a me- Painkiller jab. Those things that ain't funny. If you've got to take a jab directly in just to get the painkillers into your bloodstream, that means that whatever ingestion mechanic that you usually do, i.e., taking I don't know, Panadol, your standard, your standard like anti-pain pills, it just doesn't get the pain away fast enough. So, my our hearts out to him. Let's just hope he actually gets better and fine. So, in the meantime, what I'll be doing is that I will do my very best to give you guys all the latest updates and news about our our awesome little campus here, KDU College at Utropolis. And here's the thing, guys. We're about a few weeks left for the exams, and yeah, I know, having a radio show remind you of, of all this ain't exactly the fun thing to have happen, but hey, it's happening, and I'm not going to just leave you down there with nothing but sadness. In fact, what I'm going, planning to be doing right here, right now, is that I am going to be giving you guys, based on what we've managed to dig up, some of the best tips that you can learn on how to... What are the best practices that you can do to learn? Basically, I know a lot of us are here are last minuteers or we're the type to try and rush out work. So straight off the bat, I'll give you some hints. This is some some of the stuff that we've actually managed to obtain straight off. So one of the things that you want to... What I, probably you hear a lot when you're going around is that, hey... Um, I studied, like, five hours straight. I'm just, I'm right, rolling really ready for the exam. I couldn't, or you get the opposite, where they're straight up like, oh, I couldn't learn a thing. I, I spent, like, whole night trying to remember it. Here's the thing, guys. Just because you say that you spend this much time studying, it, you're actually deceiving yourself. I mean, how much of that time did you actually spend on, fo- spent in complete focused attention? I mean like just looking directly at the work. You're not, you're not fo- distracted by anything. You're just looking at it. You're trying to actually memorize it. How much time in that five hours or let's say the whole night did you spend checking stuff like email, Facebook, Twitter? You see, the key to studying is not the length of time that we spend when we learn something. The key amount is the number of repetitions. Because repetition, I mean, frankly, if you've got to repeat something over and over again, that's actually one of the most powerful levers that we've got in our brain here. If you got to repeat something, you'll remember it. You'll remember it a lot if you repeat it more often. Like, you know, we will never sleep, for sleep is for the weak. And I'm not going to finish the rest of that because we are on clean radio. So, here's the thing. Because repetition is so powerful, this is why a lot of top performers, athletes, musicians, Even the military, they get to it. You've heard the word drill before. And I don't mean in the the naughty, naughty kind or the industrial kind. I mean literally to follow through a procedure to do it over and over again until it becomes memory. And that's what you're doing when you're learning. And this is what I'm saying should be done. So, you know, next time when you're going out there and you're trying to cram stuff in, what you can do instead of, you know, oh, I've got to get this much done. I'm going to spend this much time doing it. You're going to just tell yourself, I'm gonna spend. I'm going to read this one topic line by line, word for word, at least four times tonight. If you do it fast, you do it fast. If you do it slow, you do it slow. But the point is, you re- you are now counting your study time by repetition rather than time. So if you manage to do those four repetitions in like what an hour, good on you, man. And at least you'll be able to keep track on how well and how memorized a particular subject is, rather than five hours and uh, that vague little number that just makes us feel a little bit better inside. I know, I know, I know, I did it last night. You see, guys, if you got, for some of you who do not know, I'm actually sitting through my research methodology right now, and just today I had to go through an exam. And the reason right now that I have particular interest in teaching, telling you guys about this right now, is. Well, let's just say I kind of wish I knew this earlier. (laughs) So, one of the things that other things that you could probably do is start breaking down your work into chunks. So, in the words of the author and talent expert, Daniel Coyle, in the best selling book, The Talent Code, they say that chunks are skills, are to skill what letters of the alphabet are to language. And when combined, alone, each is, you know, alone they're kind of useless, but when combined to bigger chunks, they form words. And when those chunks are combined into bigger things, they become sentences, paragraphs. But you see, to understand something like that, to understand the sentence, to understand the paragraph, you got to understand the word first. You got to understand the letters, the alphabets. So when we're trying to understand a piece, we should be trying to break everything down into tiny chunks so we can better understand what is it we're actually trying to learn here. Because it's not. So simple as to just say, hey, I'm going to know this. I'm going to know this thing because I've read this sentence. But what does that sentence mean? What does each word mean in that sentence? If I when they say I've got five loaves and two fish to give to you, does that is the five really five is the loaves really loaves? You know, you got to actually dig into this stuff to actually know what's going on. And especially if you're an art if you're an art stream style student, if you're doing something like mass comm or something esoteric like design, you might want to spend more time looking into the deeper meanings behind the thing rather than just directly jumping at it. So uh, we'll be back with you again after the break with some more tips on how to study for an exam. Right now, they are just going to give you some fresh music only here on KDU Campus Radio. So what's new at KDU? And you're here with Aaron, your host today. We're We were just talking about in our earlier segments on some tips and tricks on how to study for the upcoming exams. A few, three weeks, I believe? Oh, I don't know. Game development doesn't have exams anymore. (laughs) Well, except for today, because what happened today was that for those of you who had just joined us on our show, I had just been surprised with a research methodology test. And I say surprised, and I don't mean that a lecturer, you know, willfully or through ignorance failed to inform me. I myself, as a student... Kinda didn't pay attention in class, so when I walked, so it was literally last night when I was saying, I was going, Jom, let's go mama, let's go hang hang out. My friend was just like, don't forget, there's an exam tomorrow, and I was just like, what? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Uh, Oh. Oh, oh my. So I spent the better part of the night rushing down to McDonald's, trying to study, trying to get all crammed, like, what, six lectures straight in my head? And here's the thing, guys. It doesn't really work that way. If you've not been paying attention in class all semester, you got to start learning it quick. Don't assume that you can cram it all in one subject. And I'm actually going to get into that later on when we're talking about you know last-minute studies and whether or not that's even a legitimate way of studying in the first place. But for, de- for today, what I'm going to do is going to give you guys some of the tips and tricks that I've managed to pick up or not to say I picked up but more like I read about that you could do to improve your study. And one of those things, as I was just mentioning before I locked off earlier on, was on how you can condense your things into small chunks. Whatever you're studying, condense into small chunks. Let's say you're a science student and what you gotta do is that you've got to understand this particular chemistry section. Um, um, I'm just gonna go on a limb I'm gonna go on a limb here and just say, let's say you're trying to study by covalent bonds. Well, you could break it down in chunks. Maybe this first part, you're gonna learn specifically about how certain bonds. How what are the types of bonds that exist? Then the next part, you go like, why are these bonds there in the first place? Third, then you'll be like, what do the what do these bonds mean, and why do they only happen in this particular format? You know, by condensing them into chunks, you therefore are able to see your work in piecemeal parts. Think of it as Lego. You by breaking them into small little bricks, you understand and appreciate what this part is and when you look at a brick you're just like hey this is pretty easy to do compared to when you're looking at a house and you're like oh my god how am i going to build that what you have to realize is that houses are just basically an assortment of bricks done in the right manner so that you so that it can accommodate people it's also of course there are a couple of other materials but small details just saying just saying so what you got to do after you get all these little chunks is that you have to create what we what they call a chunk chain. And what this is, is that it is a place that you're supposed to focus your repetitions on. Like, task or skill that you're trying to learn is, after all, comprised of these smaller parts, as we just said. So once we form this chunk chain, you start to put the chunk on top of another chunk. And over time, you will completely master the process. Like what I've just mentioned all day on about covalent bonds, you could just... After you condense all of them, you realize that by learning each chunk piece by piece, you will then be able to fully understand the whole. The whole part about covalent bonds, in fact, in this case, all forms of chemical bonds, you will eventually learn. You will learn the whole process, but if you try to learn the whole thing as a collective whole, it's going to stress you out. Instead, what you have to do is that you got to learn it piece by piece. So that's what they mean by a chunk chain. Once you've built the smaller chunks, you identify which chunks relate to each other you combine these chunks, and they form what we call a chunk chain. So, hey, okay, I've got, like, so you'll you'll start to notice that this is kind of like what you should be saying to yourself when you're walking to study. Like, say, for example, okay, this week I'm going to go, I'm going to tackle three chunk chains, and I'm going to do this um, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like, you know, you want to spend some time to study. And I know, I know we all need some sort of re- relaxation time. So by condensing in chunks, you can actually plan out how much work do you need to have done? By having these in chunks, you can predict. Like, let's say, I know I've got to do at least 30 chunks before the final exam. So if I spread them out over these weeks, as long as I make sure I do each one, I should be there. You know, three, ch- three chunks a week, that's not enough. So maybe up up it up to five chunks a week, five times a week so over three weeks. And if I can't, then I try and get maybe five, three chunks a day. Like, you can start accurately predicting how your workflow is going to be going, but just by making sure everything is in nice, manageable chunks. So I've been saying a lot of chunks. I've been saying a lot of things about chunks right now, right here. But here's the thing, guys. When we're studying, when we're trying our best to remember the stuff is, fact is, just as from the heart for myself, I am an assignment-based student. I, I mean, I'm in game development. Aside from some MPU subjects, we tend to not have exams except the odd one out here and there like... Yeah, research methodology, but um, uh, the thing to note here is that when it comes to exams, it's all about memorization. And if you are a pro- if your exams are based on a problem statements, say for example a science focused stream, they are rec- they are fixed problems. So I guess one of the most important things to take note when you're looking at this is that with exams. Everything that I've just mentioned on directly tackles with these things. You know, with assignments, you can kind of do it over the week, and Google becomes your memory. It becomes your storage. You could just Google whatever it is you want to look for. It's about interpretation of data when you're doing assignments, but it becomes the memorization of data when you're studying, when you're finding for exams, I mean. So to understand the distinction between the two is key to try and remember how you're going to go get through your exams for this week. So right now, we're going to go back up to a little break and with some more musical things up for your alley. And for me, I'm just going to take a bit quick water break. So we'll be back with you after these musical notes. So, ciao's folks. And you're back again with What's New at KDU with your host, Aaron. And today, just for any of you who just dropped in today, we're, going, we're talking here, this whole segment, this whole, well, this whole particular radio show session will be about studying for our upcoming exams. Do you want to know the real reason why, though? It's because Raya was a very, very boring time in KDU. I mean, it's empty. I have almost nothing to talk about. There is no news. There is no data. I mean, unless you're here and just watch some crickets go, or you want to listen about that interesting time I got drunk. Like, I'm not going to tell you where, actually. No, that's a bad idea. Um, Here's the thing. When we're looking at how... We're looking at how we make stuff in radio is that we've got to have some sort of communication talk, and when you're a news channel, when you're something like us where we talk about news, sometimes that gets a bit difficult when there's almost nothing happening. It makes us almost narcissist I mean we're kind of like an i don't can't use that word I don't have a word for it. we're not very good people if we're hoping for gossip to show up so today we decided to give something more constructive. we showed. We're right now sharing some tips on how to study. And one of the things that we're going to be talking about right now is one of the techniques. And that is gamifying your education. Ah, I know, some of you game dev folks around in this college right now, especially some in the design, you're probably all just rolling your eyes at me right now when I say we're going to gamify education. And for those of you who have no idea what that term means, it means to literally turn what you consider education into a game. Yeah, it, it sounds a bit – it sounds like those cringy things you expect to see. Like, let's say one of those old alphabet teaching apps that you had where they had the mascot. And I don't know if any of you remember it, but a long time ago, there was this one, like, phonics or grammar – this phonics grammar game that hap- that was, like, way back in 1996. And it had mass dinosaur mascots and a vampire who was singing about um, – okay, literally, literally, this is all I remember – all long words are a series of short words strung together. down, but a dum dee da dum dee dum, and it's it's just it just goes on like that, and it's just stuck in your head forever, and you kind of wish it wasn't, but at the same time you've just learned something. So that was a complete divergence from what I was supposed to talk about right now. So I'm gonna get back to it. Anyway, when we're talking about games, when we're talking, you you do it for fun. You do it on your own time. You do it in your leisure. And that's important here you don't feel like you're working yet you're getting something let 's say for all of you dota enthusiasts out there, if I asked you right now what was the recipe for magonia, you could probably quote it out to me by heart. If I asked you like where are the best places to do neutral creeping, I just showed you the map of the I just showed you the dota map and I asked where you can you neutral creep. You'd point out to me in a heartbeat If I asked you to calculate how much. Uh, how much gold would I need to get a radiance out, and how fast I could rate it? I could bet you I can bet your bottom dollar that quite a few of you could immediately tell me now isn't that kind of inform- that ability to retain that kind of information wouldn't it be great if it was on something we actually get graded for guys okay no no for the eSports fellas amongst you all i'm going to say it straight up. you are completely correct this com- you are correct in whatever you- i think you guys were talking about i e Oh, I can earn money. I am being greater for this. I am one of the. ML- oh, we have something called MMR. Well, well. Imagine if you could take whatever, not whatever, memorization powers you have now, and if you applied it on your studies, the one with the um, I don't know what degree. Hmm, that sounds pretty important, doesn't it? So um, straight to it. How do you gamify your things? Well, one of the easiest ones, and one that I actually kind of do for myself, is that I tell myself. Okay, I ain't touching, I'm only gonna touch this particular. I'm gonna like go on YouTube and watch one video if I can study, if I've managed to read through at least one chapter. Or if I like, if I'm doing assignments, I could be just straight up like, okay, if I need to get, let's, if I manage to finish these many assignments in this time, in this allotted time, if I finish it earlier, I get to use whatever leftover time I have to mess around, play games, do whatever I like. I set goals like within four hours finish and if i finish early all that extra time is mine to use that actually helps me speed up my work i realize now that i can really just churn out assignments really really quickly because of this particular format although the ability to use it for studying per se is kind of dependent i haven't quite thought of a way to do it for studying but if you guys want to know the whole principle of this is on the idea of reward systems because you see our brains instinctually like the idea of being rewarded we like being rewarded we like being given things because of something we perceive as hey we did a good job we got something done folks and that's how it's how it's how we're, we're wired you know it's let's say for example you've just had your first time um, you'd probably you'd feel excited you your body is rewarding you for being able to spread on your spread on your human race if you or do, if you've managed to get through your exams, you feel elated, you feel happy, and your dad gives you a Mercedes-Benz if you're particularly rich, or in my case, they give you chocolate, you'll be like, hey, great, I did a good job. Therefore, I've gotten this thing which gives me a particular a joy, it gives me fun. And that's how you gamify a game. And that's how you gamify your education. That's how you gamify how you do your work. It's like, hmm, I got to finish this up. If I get a perfect score out of this, I could probably do, I could get so much more free time. Like there was this one time that I went down to what we what they call pseudo Brew, and I it's it's a twenty four hour coffee shop, so I'm just there. I'm just trying to get my I try to get my um, assignments done at that time, and I, well, I'm doing something called I do a game projects basically in game design, and this game project I had to churn out really quick, so I just told myself, hey, if I could finish this within the next five, if I can finish this in the next hour. I've got four straight hours where I'm here at Sudbrew. I can use it to get all the coffee i like, all the wonderful things that I can go for. And that's that's just how I keep myself incentivized to move forward, you know? So I think I've th- I think I've talked a bit too much. We will be going back to more music right now. And after this, I'm going to get to one last point on how we can st- we can improve ourselves with studying, and then I'm going to get to the other side. One of the bad things that you can do in studying. So stay tuned, folks. Here's some music. Hello again, folks, and you're back with What's New at KDU with Aaron, your show your show host for today. So, um, for so those of you who have been joining in, and yes, I am going to keep saying that for every single segment because you never know, someone might just drop in and they need a little refresher course. So, what we're just talking about today is tips and tricks on how to study. And this is probably the last one for today, and it is how you should do focus bursting. Now, all these parts I've been mentioning early on, like, Making ch- condensing your work into chunks, making chunk chains um, to make sure that your to make sure t- gamifying your education, um, making sh- making everything nice and done to make sure everything is done in repetition rather than in time. This all amounts to this last part here, which is to do so in bursts, and this is the methodology. Rather right? now, you see, there's a reason why everyone still thinks that last-minute studies is a good idea, and that's because of this. You see, when you fo- when you do a focus burst, as in an intense burst of focus, you are forcing yourself in that moment. Maybe let's say it's two hours, maybe it's three hours. Maybe for some of you who's the last minute last minute man, you'd be doing this for the full night before. The reason that sticks in your head a lot more is because you are just intensely focusing yourself into that moment, and that is their typical caffeine induced late night cramming session. You know, it is effective but it is not efficient because you see when you say and you say that you want to try and rush this all it is true it gets in your head really good but you're only doing one of them you're only doing one of them and at one time you're doing it you're stressing the hell out of yourself so how do you keep this going well instead of an all nighter maybe just do 3 hours 3 hours of that intense insane session of just nothing but 100% focus or heck, maybe just one hour, one hour every, one hour a day, an hour a day where you just do 100% unflinching focus doing all the techniques that we have just described to you today. You see, when you do that, you're mem- you're doing this over and over again. You're applying what we just taught you on the first segment which was about repetition. You are repeating your sp- you're repeating the process over and over again in your head and it's going to stick because it's being repeated. You see there's a reason why those last minute men, the last last minute men that keep them so- that do it to the very last minute to get their work done. These folks are only, do you notice they always say, oh, I just forgot everything. I, I don't remember what happened last time. I don't, I don't remember what happened in the exam already. I don't let go. Let's go. That is because you're supposed to repeat afterwards. That intense study session was great, and your short memory retention is able to maintain that knowledge long enough for you to get through the exam. If, you know, it's not like an entire final year thing, it is something, however, you shouldn't be doing all the time. In fact, you should be trying to pace yourself out over the semester. Hey, guys, just honest advice from somebody who is pretty, who is myself, by admission, a last-minute man. I can just tell you straight up, just just take some time. A week, even if you're just like looking at every week, you're just staring at your work. If you're just trying to keep yourself abreast of what's going on, that's enough, really. I've gotten by. I've gotten by some of the more some of the subjects that make people groan, just because I just take some time, like in once in a week, I just look back and I go, "Hey, okay, this is what they were covering this week. Okay, that's cool. Oh, they were looking at this. Okay, that's cool." I don't actually read it per se, and you know, don't, if you are going to read it, that's good. But if for me, I've gotten by with just making sure I stay abreast of what's going on. I, as long as I'm keeping myself updated of what's happening, I'm looking at what exactly they're talking about, I'll be like, oh, okay, it's starting to stew in the head. Then in my mind, I already have a framework on what exactly I will need to cover later on. And later on, invariably, when the lecturer starts giving you these focus, focus topics, you'll more or less know where to look. You'll know where to find it. And if you have actually, instead of what I did, you have actually taken time to spend that one hour rushing Rush studying each week. Hey, you will definitely already know this by heart. By the time they come in, all you have to do is just repolish it. For me, because I only keep abreast and not actually study, I actually need to kind of cram on the last week. To the point that you can see me sitting outside with like twelve cups of coffee, which is not healthy, by the way. Lethal dose is fourteen. I was quite close. To, I was quite close to death at that point. Um, Lethal dose is fourteen. I actually do need to check that. Guys, don't quote me on this. I have no idea what's the lethal dosage of caffeine. Um, If you do find out, please do please send us a comment on the What's New KDU website. In the meantime, do not quote me. But I can tell you, it's definitely more. It's definitely within the area of past ten cups, which is very which is very lenient. I know in terms of ranging and variable data. But you know, if you've gone and drank ten cups of coffee in a single day. You gotta stop, man. You just gotta stop. That's not healthy in any sense of the term. So, uh, one of the other one of the last things I'd like to get off before we just like close off this particular segment is in, you know, the stuff, the tips on how to study, is just a little bit, just a little bit of statements, guys. Um, when it comes to last minute studies, especially here in our in our KDU, you gotta remember. Unless your subject is specifically exam oriented, odds are Google will be your friend, and Google should be your friend. There shouldn't be a moment where you're saying, oh no, I don't have my notes, or oh no, I don't know what to study. Guys, we have the great and glorious internet at our disposal. Yes, not on the day of the exam, but we'll have it close enough that, you know, over the weeks, we can never actually really claim to not have information. It's all available. We just actually need to learn how to look for it. So I'll be back later on with the complete opposite of what I've just talked about. And I'll be telling you some of the silliest things that we, or, you know, some, thing, some of the silliest things that we that people do when they're studying for exams. They come, in other words, what should you not do? So right now, we're going to go back with some music. And I'll see you guys right after this. What's new at KDU? And you're here with your host, Aaron. So... One of the things that one of the things I have just made is a mistake. And you know what that mistake is? I kind of stopped the last segment without telling you one of the important things, the important factor to all that focus, reverse the whole chunk chain, the whole studying and repetition thing, and that is that you need to recharge in between. Hey, it it sounds like common sense, but I just want to point out here that a lot of folks think that all you have to do to – if I do one hour worth of time and it's really, really heavy, why don't I just do five hours? What if I just, just go the whole mile? Here's the thing, guys. You will degrade over time because what you're doing is that you're setting your body into overclock here. You're trying to memorize things on overclock status, and that if you're if you're tech savvy, you'll know that that is not good news for what we call the CPU, i.e., our brains. You don't want that to happen. So, as an advice, you should recharge. Maybe take some time to rest. True, in between your work, maybe just take some time to actually under to just you know digest. Maybe drink a cup of coffee, maybe walk outside, have a smoke, have a vape, do whatever it is you consider good. I don't know. Whatever it is, make sure that you aren't just rushing your way through nonstop. because by the time you get out it, it is not healthy guys. It is just not the wisest thing you can do. And speaking of not so wise things to do, um, any of you know Cracked? Cracked.com? Well, they made an article some time back on this particular topic and what I, found, I still find it rather relevant today and I am admittedly very guilty for quite a few of these. So, straight off the bat, here is an I'm going to tell you guys seven of the dumbest things students do when cramming for exams. And this is no insult to you folks. I love you guys. Really. I mean, I'm a student too. I'm just saying that these are not very, very smart practices. And that just happens to actually be the title of what it says in crack.com. You know, so they they said it, not me. I, I just take it because I find it pretty solid advice. Pretty solid things to not look out for. Sometimes you just have to learn to just get a thick skin, walk past the insults, and actually take the important stuff. Like the first thing, one things you should not do for your exams, and that my good people, is that to take note that osmosis doesn't work i i I mean okay, that's a weird statement, and for all of you who doesn't know what osmosis is, osmosis is when you put two things together and water transfers across it's a very vague explanation. I am not a physicist, do not quote me on this, but okay, here's the thing: you're not squirrels, all right guys you don't you may be hyperactive animals. Tr- frantically running around trying to hibernate, mate, or look hilariously retarded on online photographs. But here's the important thing hoarding things is not going to help you. And when I say hoarding, I mean stuff like, you know, handouts, photocopies, printouts, and textbooks. Ah, you see what I'm saying here, guys? You're actually taking your time. You've seen this. And I'm sure you, some of you, have done this too. I know I'm not one of them because, you know, I usually don't remember to do it. But here's the thing. Taking all those notes and not actually reading through it is, ju- is, is just pointless. There's no reason to collect all of it. Because as much as you collect in the end of the day, a lot of that stuff you can either just take straight from the book or you can just download the slides. What's important is that you actually read through it. You won't absorb the knowledge just because you've built a library at your table. Is you're just trying to cram. Let's you know if you are doing this right now if you're in that week and you're just you're you're hearing this radio and you're just going, "Oh no, I've just done this." Guys, relax. You're it's not your fault. You're trying to cram three two months in our case worth of information into a brain that stress has tricked into thinking that it's being chased to be a bear, you know? It don't Hell, you're lucky in that you're not wearing socks on your hands. You know? You're know, you lucky that you're not going insane from this. This is a lot of stress. We are a stressful generation, folks. So, guys, when you see yourself doing this, just stop. Just stop, guys. Read the relevant stuff. Discard the stuff that may is superfluous. Like, okay, fancy term, but it means whatever is not needed. Take it away. Discard it. Put it to the side. Because if you had so many of those notes and you're not reading them, there is no point to them, dude. There is no point to having a pile of that on front of your desk on the day of your final cramming if you haven't been reading them all this time. There's just no point, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry to break your hearts. So, the next thing, and this one's quite common, in Malaysia, that what they say is highlighters don't help you at all. You see, they are not magic. I know, I know. It helps you look at specific sentences, but let's face it, guys. Just because you highlight a sentence in a textbook, it is not going to help you understand or memorize. You can quote me all you'd like, but tell me, if you've gone it, you, have you not seen the number of people who have walked by? You just go to your, you just go to a random friend right now here in KDU, and you just say, "Hey, can I look at your textbook?" Odds are, eight out of ten times, they will have a very, very like colorful book with all these colorful little lines and then you just ask them have they look at their grades look at how they're studying some of them have gotten through through sheer force of unstoppable will but if you're trying to be optimal here here's the thing guys it actually is a lot better if you guys just wrote what those highlighted terms mean like for example let's say you've taken the time to highlight an entire page you've highlighted key points there leaving it there isn't going to help you you know what's going to help you you're you actually copying those highlighted points out to be a condensed notes so you actually know what you're look, what you're reading you know that's actually going to help you in the long run it's not going to be enough if you just look at yourself and say hey i'm going to go and get You know, I'm going to have these much books with this much color. Oh, my God, the colors make me believe and memorize. It's not going to help, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry to break the illusion. So I'll be back again after this with more things on what you shouldn't do when you're trying to study for exams. So please stay tuned, and I hope I haven't offended anyone yet. Hello, what's new at KDU? And you're with your host, Aaron. And today I'm going to take you along on a Nat Geo trip onto the life and studies of what we call the Stressus Procrastinatus, a majestic creature known to inhabit the, s- the wild lands of KDU. Now you see, this creature can spend over an hour crafting the perfect studiness to defend itself from guilt. It is It all has to just be right, from the lighting to coffee, because every single thing that needs to be fixed is another reason not a- to not actually study it. Maybe the cappuccino wasn't quite right. I'm gonna go back, get the barista to redo it. The lighting isn't quite Jun, so I'm going to go back. I'm going to get things done. And these students spend longer trying to reach the perfect setup than Buddhist monks trying to reach Nirvana with less tangible results. Because let's face it, guys, the stress is progressed It's me. It's you. It's a lot of us. We all are guilty of this, what we call the study nest. Because, you know, unless the, opti- the conditions are optimal, oh, no, I can't study. I mean, I do this. I can't study at home straight off the bat. That's what I always tell my friends. That's what I always tell myself. That if I'm at home, I can't study because I am I'm just like, oh, the bed's too comfortable. I'm the place is too zoned. The put, the place is too put out. I can't hear it because they, I can just sit down, I can tilt down my pants and whoopsie daisy, it's all it's all I'm gone to sleep and, you know, that I'm sticky. But here's the thing, guys. All the excuses in the world do not put up do not make a result. They do not Give, they do not end with you actually understanding anything. If you're doing this as I'm doing this, just get to it. If you really do need to get outside and study, get outside and study. but you shouldn't be trying to do you shouldn't be trying or obsessing too long with trying to optimize your study conditions because face it guys, if you've if you found yourself like spending three hours just trying to get the place that you're in to try and study to be just right, whether you're just ordering drinks or you're trying to get stuff ready to start studying, and you've spent three hours doing that out of a four-hour study session, maybe it's time to actually review what exactly have you been doing. So another thing, and this one's a bit funny because this one actually contradicts what I've mentioned earlier, but it doesn't if I actually, if I take time to explain this, is that rereading your notes does not count as study. I know it's funny because I just talked about repetitions. I just talked about how you should be repeating yourself, repeating, you know, re- constantly rereading things, to put it. Now, here's the thing, guys. Um, re- when we say rereading here, when we say repeating here, it's the same thing with the earlier points when I mentioned on what you should study. When you're just blindly reading and rereading that thing, all you've done is memorize what you've looked at. But does that mean you understand the material? Odds are, no. Um, odds are you just remember how to quote and recite everything. But do you actually know how to use this stuff? Do you? I mean, I don't. Sometimes I don't, especially when I'm just memorizing things. I'm like, I just walked out of RM, guys. I've just walked out of... And I still... I can remember straight now, and I can quote you all the nominal, ordinal, all the uh, interval, and um, the ratio. And these are all terms, legit terms in research methodology. And I actually can't tell you how to use it. No, I can't. And here's a problem, guys. Because you don't just reread this material. You actually need to engage with the said material. Do if you're in the science stream, do problem statements. If you're in research methodology, try and actually do some of these surveys or interviews or methods of study, of of information dissection. You will only know this by actually trying to do this. They say this is learning by playing by hand. Sorry, playing by ear, learning it on the fly. Or with some when you're like studying a crafts, craftsman trade, you will say just you know hands-on experience. They call it the hands-on experience here. And that needs to be paired alongside the memorization, because if A and B do not work together, you result in a guy with only half tank. You don't. you kind of only know one bit or the other. Like one of the regretful things that I have right now is that I am what we would call a hybrid class in game development. I am a artist designer. Um, I know qu- I know my my theorems on design. I have, however, while I can do some art. I have absolutely no idea about art theory. I could be going, I could be drawing like all sorts of robots and terrain, and later on someone will say, "Hey, your perspective is off." And I were, what's that? What's that mean? Um, oh, oh, oh! You mean the the wall, is it? The wall's not really nice. I'm sure you've heard this if you're an artist. And you you know, for me, to give you an idea of how little I knew in terms of things and how much of mine was just hands-on experience and absolutely zero theory. Guys, I didn't know about any of the shortcuts in Photoshop. I was drawing. I was drawing everything on the same layer, the same layer, guys. All of it, from my scribbles to my hard lines to all of it, was on one layer. And I've been doing that for years before I came into KDU. So just just as a note, fellas, this is actually a pretty legitimate problem. That when you either when you do either full um, full application, or if you just do pure pure theorem, and eventually you 're going to have to merge the two together to actually understand what you 're doing i mean that 's how you get the a for not just aiming to pass here it 's really important that you actually understand this stuff like i don 't know how it 's like with some of the s- some of the degrees full disclosure here i don 't know what exactly is how exactly a mass quorum group would work i wouldn 't know how. Uh, culinary is really great i just know from my game dev perspective here and i can tell you in our course we're pretty work oriented we're result oriented and while it's not really shared with everyone quite a lot of us actually care about the grades and how what kind of game we produce because um as with a lot of as with a lot of degrees surprisingly anyway in kdu we're very passion oriented it's Pretty, if you're in this course, odds are, unless you're just, you know, you're really not really sure what you're doing with your life, odds are you're in this because you love it. And because you do that, it's really important that as someone who loves it, you got to understand what you love or you're in a really, really bad relationship. Take, in, take it from me. I'm, I'm not going to divulge anymore. So, guys, I'm going to be back with you again later on after a bit of a break. Uh, right now, just continue listening to some music because, you know, that's how I take my breaks, guys. Thank you. Signing off for now. What's new at KDU? And you're here with Aaron, your host. So, guys, I'm going to talk to you straight up again. We're, we were on the session on basically what to do when you're trying to study, tips and tricks on how to study, and now we're telling you on what not to do, one of the uh, not-so-smart ways to study. And one of the things, and just, just a shout-out, just shout-out to us if you've ever seen this happen in your life before. Um, you, here's a scene. You've got two people. Or maybe even a group, and they'll be like, "Oh my God, I'm so I'm so dumb for this test." And I know, no, 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 I'm the one who's dumb for this test because I didn't study at all. Well, I didn't study. Well, I didn't study all week. Well, oh no, but I just ran over the professor's wife. You know, straight off the bat, what are you, What are these people trying to achieve here? You've seen it. I'm sure some of you have seen it Most of your friends. You know that you know this group of friends or just friend who just goes around, "Oh no, I'm so dead for this exam because I didn't do enough study." And you'll hear a lot of it, you'll hear a lot of it. It's almost like the American idol of it's the American idol of the exam seasons frankly, because everyone's trying to compete to see who's the most screwed up for this particular exam. It's not productive. It's not productive in the slightest, but they spend a lot of time on it, don't you think? All that time that you guys spend ranting about how you wish, how you're the, probably the most worst off right now, you could be, I don't know, putting that time into not being the most worst off, just saying. You know what I mean? Optimal use of time here, being all efficient. But yeah, um here's the thing, guys. um When you're doing this, what you're actually trying to pull off, what you're actually doing yourselves is that you're just procrastinating. Or in my case, I procrastinate. It's... It's natural. We 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 just we're just trying to make ourselves feel a little better because you know we already are we already in bad shape. So you know we're trying to this is the cry of the pack where we're just trying to tell each other, "Well, actually, no, you're not as badly you're not as badly off as I am because you know I'm not I'm in a worse situation because hey, and you're not so bad off. You still got a chance. Go go for it. It's kind of that mindset. I mean, there is not. It's not to say that there is a bad point. This is these people are not actively willfully attempting to seek attention here they in their minds maybe they could even have an altruistic reason they could be saying oh they could be saying all this just so that their friends would feel better and actually study while they themselves you know going on the grass but here's the thing guys none of this is helping none of this is actually going to do anything except turn into a big into a big contest like a a, a um, man meat measuring contest on what exactly they should be doing it's not it does not teach. It does not educate. It does not help you with anything at all you do here right now, especially when your objective is to actually get through the exam. Yeah, your 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 lecturers and your exam paper is not going to have a question that says, oh, how, how badly screwed off were you in this particular exam? No, they ain't going to ask that. So there's really no point spending time trying to understand who has it worse. And finally, there's just one little note I'd like to put out here, guys. It's usually quite hard to blame a lecturer for not having things done or preparing for the exam. Let's let's face facts here. Um, like myself, I today, as I as I mentioned it in my earliest my first earlier parts, I just got through a research methodology exam that I did not know. And here's the thing, guys. I as I mentioned earlier on, I can't blame him for it. The signs were all there. He has been announcing in class. There is every legitimate reason that I should be knowing. What was I doing? I was just I was studying. I, sorry, I was just playing games. <laughs> I can't even use studying as an excuse. I was playing games in his class. I was just looking around. I was just being focused on, in our case, because I was studying recent methodology because I had to go for my final year project, so I was also focused on that. I completely neglected this class. I can't in any way... Say that the lecturer didn't prepare for me. No matter how tired, no matter how you know drony the lecturer might sound, the fact is they are trying to augment for you. They're trying to give you the facts as much as they can in the best way they can. If you've got something, if you feel they could improve, write out that form that they ask you to fill every week, every semester. Fill up the one, Fill up that particular critique. Tell them what exactly they can do to improve. You only get better by doing it. They only can improve by getting actual feedback. And in your case, you can do that by not continually blaming and just, you know, wallowing there. You actually need to take some proactive action. We got to take some proactive action, guys. We can't just stay here forever. Like, oh, I'm, I'm the lecturer didn't get this thing done for me. I, I didn't do this. The fact is we didn't do this. That's That's the part we have to focus on. We didn't prepare ourselves and it's only by accepting that we have done the worst possible thing that we can actually get higher that we can get better at this because it's only when you're at that lowest point that you realize that you can that anything else you do at that point is either staying exactly where you are or starting to climb up all right guys So, after this, I'm going to be delving into a few more topics, so please stay tuned. This concludes that particular segment on studying, and I think I have taken quite a bit of time to talk about that. I hope some of this helps. I hope it hasn't. I hope this all hasn't just, you know been all mumbly ramps i really really hope that i have been able to help you guys in some way or another so after this i'll be back with some other topic that i'm going to ramble about because i've got a i've got a full one hour to fill up thank you guys signing off for now what's new kdu and you're here with your host aaron and today i had just spent some time talk, telling you guys giving you some tips on how to study what to study as you know the exams are coming on I even gave you guys some, you know, caution warnings and what not to do when you're trying to study because, you know, we're all we're all a victim to human fra- human failing, you know. We all make the mistakes. We all assume that we've got, we've got the back, we make all, we make our little excuses. We're all like that. We can't escape it, but the important thing is to acknowledge it. So when it does happen, if we can't escape it, we can quickly stop it. You know what I'm saying, guys? So Today, what I'm going to be talking talking to you guys about right now in the next part of the segment. And here's the thing, guys. There's a reason why we're just here telling you guys tips on study. I mean, after all, this is a news channel. This is a news show. You should be hearing about all the latest gossip and all the newest data on KDU. Here's the thing, guys. Last week was Raya. Yeah, that's right. It was a whole week of holiday. No one was around. Nobody actually had any news on what was happening here. Oh, if you guys didn't know, there was a Hot Shots tournament. The, it was an eSports thing that basically a lot of folk came by, and they did things like Street Fighter, like, um, oh, I think it was Overwatch at one point. But yeah, um, that's pretty much all that happened during the riot. So as a, as a host that has just had his co-host... Um, folks like, in case of you guys didn't know, if you guys weren't with us in the first part of the segment, my co-host actually got into a bit of an accident. It was a bad situation, really. A cracked rib after falling down five flights of stairs. He's right now at home, trying his best to recuperate our best wishes to the poor boy. But, yeah, I'm actually right now, at a str- I'm struggling to come up with some topics. So, what I'm going to do right now, for the better part of things, is, as a, as a student coming in at some... Seven right now, I feel maybe one of the things I can do is maybe do a bit of a sharing session with you guys. I can give you guys some I can give you guys some of the experiences I've had when I've been studying here as a student in KDU. Now a little bit of background. I am a game development student. I am from the design stream and what we do down there is you'd liken us to the architects of the game while the programmer is the engineer who comes up with the actual measurements they make sure you get the materials right and all that the art the artist is what you would call the landscaper who makes sure or the interior designer who's making sure everything looks nice posh and pretty we are the architects we plan how that building is we plan the concept of the building that is my job as the games designer and as i when i first came in here i a bit more background i'm 20 five now i'm old i'm old for a college student relatively i know some of you heads up brothers who are also of my age group right now but yeah i came in thinking i knew quite a bit i mean when you talk about game design it's one of those things that you think oh okay i can learn this at home i'm i mean i've heard this i've actually had juniors approach me and say oh i what's what kind of things do i learn here that i can't learn on my own and i'm just Well, everything, guys. Here's the thing. You could learn a lot of things on your own. Okay, fellas? Okay, guys, in general? Um, You could learn first aid at home. You could learn, heck, with some Google know-how and finding the right books, you could make a nuclear generator. I'm not kidding. There is actual tips on how to do that. You could make all kinds of things. You could learn all kinds of things just by staying home and having access to the Internet. There is something, however, that you do not get when you're here, and as a student in game design, I can tell you straight up, it's the fact that I have all the pe- I have the lecture review. You see, I thought I knew a lot, but here's the thing: I was I I was just you know full of full of hot air back then. I walked in, and I found out for the first time just what kind of an industry I'm walking into. I've uh, my lecturers are primarily well out of three out of four design lecturers two of them part-time two of them are full-time and these people they've been in that industry they've gone there and they fought they they've actually been in the big war which is how to get how to get good in this in, in my game in particular my game industry and looking at them seeing these titans to me were titans I just got inspired to just keep fighting, to keep learning and understanding. And they teach you these little subtle things that you will not get in a book. You will not get in your points. Yes, it's true. A lot of stuff you could technically pull off the internet, yes. But can if you took it off the internet, r- harking back to what I just meant, taught you guys earlier on on the tips and tricks, will you actually know how to use it? Would you actually know how to use the information you received? And if you have a lecture and you're getting into a class... You actually can have someone who tells you whether or not it works or does not work from the sheer <laughs> by virtue and dint of experience, by virtue and dint of actually having gone through this material and been through the big wars that they've done to achieve what they have achieved. That's why I'm still here, that's why I'm still studying. I put out, I make an effort to actually try and get where I am right now, and it's not easy it's actually been pretty damn it's been pretty pretty stressful like where i've where i've gone through what i've actually had to go through but i'm not going to share that today i'm just going to say straight up that guys you should have a little bit more respect for your lecturers in general because you know barring a few uh, actually no not not a single one of them is deserving of scorn here guys one thing that i found interesting as a guy who's been to at least three other call three four other colleges right now three officially um, I can tell you straight up that these lecturers actually seem to these lecturers actually care. These lect in KDU you've actually have lecturers who care about what they're doing, and I don't know about the other st- other courses here, but I can tell you straight up, the game development course, the lecturers they care about you. They actually will take their time out to help you if you ask for it. So I'll be back again with a bit more, bit more stuff. I've got maybe about a two, a two more six-minute talk sessions to share with you all, and once that is, I'll basically close my segment. So, for now, here's some more music for you guys to enjoy. What's new, KDU? And you're here with your host Aaron. So, um, in my earlier segment, I was doing a bit of a sharing session, and right now, what I'm going to be doing is a bit of a promo section. So. In this part of the, in this part of the show what I'm going to do is I'm going to take around some time and actually promote some of the people who have actually asked me to help them promote their stuff. So here we go. Um our our show itself, the KDU Campus Radio in general, we're looking for new people. We're looking for new folks who are interested in getting on the radio to sit down here and yapper, yammer at folks with a purpose by the way. But um yeah, you can, if you are interested in joining the campus radio, we've got a few, we've got a few sots that are open. We're looking for a production team. Um, that means DJs, that means producers. If you're not curious what a DJ is, a DJ is me, uh, like a host, essentially. A DJ, our DJs aren't the type with the, uh, like with the circle scratchboards and whatnot. We're not the type at the clubs. We're the ones here at the radio show, actually just trying to give you guys a good session and having someone to talk to you and between music. And in that time, uh, our producers are the guys who whip our backs. <laughs> well, not exactly whip our backs. I mean, mine was a particularly nice guy. Please don't kill me, Tim. But yeah, here's the thing: um, these producers, they take their time. They actually make sure all the equipment works. They get things set up. We DJs talk. They're the guys who we're the DJs who you know go and get stuff get stuff out. They're the guys who walk around and do almost everything else. They're the guys who make sure the equipment work. They're the guys who make sure done. they chase us up on our timelines. They make sure that we have our schedules in, we have our formats in. And that's just essentially the two major roles that are available in what we call our production team. And on the other side, we also need people on our promo team. Now, there's a little bit of more elaboration here. The promo team uh, doesn't quite do the radio shows per se. I mean, okay, you can... You can you can technically double roll if you'd like, but when you want to join specifically the promotional team, what you're doing is that you're helping us advertise that we exist. All right, guys. Um, we're talking whether it's in offline, in offline or online means whether you're handing out flyers and explaining to uh, explain to people, hey, this we've got a radio show, come listen. Or you're online helping manage the official Facebook page, which by the way, if you guys haven't liked it, please do like it. KDU Campus Radio, and here's the. Th- and with these people, without them, we would have no visibility I mean visibility is a pretty big thing when it comes to the, when it comes to the media scene, and we got it without these people, people don 't know that we exist, that we are here, and we are babbling our way off into the mics so that you guys can give us a listen and we try our best to keep our music selections large and that 's actually something i 'm a bit sad about um, a long time ago, we were actually allowed to create our own modified playlists and ra- and play them at our radio shows. Um, we had a bit more freedom there but right now there's there's a bit of a transitional element at the moment and we're still trying to get the uh, playlists to work right so for now there's just this general vibe this general musical playlist that's just being played all around time and I have absolutely no claims to what music choices are being made there. Um, all I can say is that as a DJ myself I kind of wish it was back I kind of wish the choices were back again so just so you guys know, just so you all are aware of what's going on right now, um, that we have a opening for a production team, either DJs or producers, or we have, and we also have a position open for the promo team, which deals in both offline and online content. So that's just some words from the radio show. Some of the other places that I've known are actually seeking recruitment is the Parts Singing Division. Now you see the singing division have been going through a bit of a rocky stage, and a while some, while back, you see the problem inherently is that every person wants to sing, right? I mean, if you're going to a singing club, you want to sing, and in order to sing, you need time. But let's say your member count goes as high as thirty. How if every person sings for one minute? That's thirty min. If everyone sings for even just one minute each, and that's not counting all the time between, how many people? How much time do you need? Space? You would say thirty minutes, right? You're not factoring in the walking time, the toilet breaks, and all that points out. In the end of the day, things were rough. Things were really rough. Timing was short. Uh, it was difficult to get. It was difficult to get things down. But they've turned things around. As as last hearing from them, they've actually started something of a choir system. So when they first come in, when you guys all join in the club, you actually you actually are treated to a choir practice where everybody just sings together one song or two couple songs for a couple of minutes for 15, 30 minutes, so that everybody gets bonded together. They are now seeking new recruitments to rebuild that division's strength. And if you have some time, or you just like music, or you want to learn how to sing, because you don't have to actually know how to sing just yet, you can come in and you can learn just from practice, from just trying it out. And the important thing to know, guys, as a guy who used to be part of the singing division itself, what's the most important thing when you go to any of these performance art things is to just... Go, give it full strength. Don't, don't like hesitate. Don't pull back. Don't even, don't even go. Oh, oh, I can't actually do this. The fact is, you will never be able to do this unless you do this and you practice enough times to the day that you can actually do this. All right, guys. It's all about application. It's all testing, as I've brought it up. Oh, yada yada yada. Back to the front. You only learn from application and repetition. But yes. Um, these are one some of the individual notes that we have in terms of promotion. There are a couple of other things that we 're going to promote, but right now i 've got about thirty seconds before I have to go to the next before I have to give you all music so i 'm going to just right now wrap it up and give you guys music straight in exactly ten seconds of continuous talking which i 'm going to present right now. <laughs> No, for real, guys. I'll be back after these messages again with some more promotional stuff that I'm supposed to give out. So in the teen time, just enjoy whatever music we provide to you. And I am sorry if you accidentally hear something you don't quite like, because music is free. And, um, you know, try to have an open mind. What's new at KDU? And you're here with your host, Aaron. And today... Um, on my last on the last part of a uh, show, I'm actually going to continue on with some of the promotional stuff that we've got here today. So, as you've heard earlier on, Parts is looking for recruitment, especially in the singing division, and in terms of the radio show, we're looking for new DJs, producers, or anybody to join the promo team. Really, so other clubs that need a bit that are looking for recruitment and have reached out to us are is the Games and Enemy Youth Association or GAIA and what i've heard last heard from them is that they're looking for numbers to swell up their other divisions in particular um their pathfinder division is opening is running three sessions a week now um mondays uh tuesdays and fridays where there if you guys don't know what pathfinder is it's a dungeons and dragons pen and paper style game where you are basically role playing as characters to basically embark on an adventure um, you can see and explore whatever you, you can. Basically, act out whatever it is. Now, imagine if in you were playing just any any old RPG and you'd be going like, "Oh, hey, I could. I wish I could um, take out. I instead of you know instead of like these binary choices, like I had to shoot the guy or I give him a good response or a bad response. I can do something that's. I can do anything I want. Like, um, okay, this is a little bit raunchy, but at one point, um, I was going through a Pathfinder campaign and I. Had this paladin who was in my team, and he legit when we met like a group of goblins. In order to terrify all of them, he went and ru- he went and att- he went straight up, and he was just like, "I intimidate them all by act- casting Light of Justice on my g- on my cr- no no waistplate. I'm not gonna say where exactly, and it shone brilliant like a star, and they were all terrified, and they bowed down and you know obeyed him and that's how a paladin managed to get at least four goblin followers while the rest of us were still pl- plodding along trying to figure out how to you know i was a thief the thieves are kind of underpowered in in the start of the game so um they're looking for recruitment um other places that i'm aware of are doing recruitments is let's see here Ah yes, um the art society of the Games and Anime Youth Association also is looking out for some folks. Um they've recently started out a brand new system whereby every week is a new theme. So if you're interested in doing any form of art, whether it's traditional, whether it's carving, um paper craft or whatever, you guys could just stick along to a theme. Join them on join them every um ter- every Friday, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Friday. Two to two thirty to four thirty, and you know, just take part and indulge in your artistic require artistic desires. Um, some of the other things that I'm aware of is happening within the next few, the next week. Um, this weekend is their partic- Is their LARP event or their live action role play? And I'm not sure if any of you tuned in just before we went for the Raya break, but the live action role play was advertised back then. It's happening this Saturday. Um, at the Utro at the Utropolis Center, actually. And what happens when you go to this event is that remember I told you earlier on about Pathfinder. Now imagine if that was all, if that was done in real life. Now instead of just paper, pen and paper, you actually picked up a sword, like a, a foam sword or a blaster or a Nerf blaster, and you just went at it in this event, in this mystical or in this case, they're doing something of a cyberpunk, uh, cyberpunk Hong Kong theme thing, and they're going to. A, they're going about. They're just swinging swords, casting magic, uh, talking their way out of mad situations, doing coercions, persuasions, seductions, whatever you like to do, you can do it. That's the essence of a live-action roleplay. And if you are interested, it's about 15 ringgit. 15 ringgit to register, and they're happening the entire day on Saturday. Uh, it starts. The event starts. Pe- registration starts as early as eight. If you like. If you register now before the day itself, you might be able to get food vouchers. I'm not sure how valid that is at the moment, but um, you can always contact the you can always contact the people there at game, at the game, KDU Gaia or K, KDU Games and Anime Youth Association. If you are interested, you can always just you know, check them out, see what it's like. And I will just tell you straight up, guys: I am there, I will be there, and I am very shamelessly advertising my my club because you know. Why not? This is my air show at the moment, and there's nothing else to talk about, really. So, guys, I know I know what some of you might be thinking. It's a bit of a nerd sport, you know? It's you, When you hear something like this, and you see, like, I'm sure you've seen a few folks here and there walking around with their um, toy swords and stuff like that. Here's the thing, guys. When you do this sort of activity, you're just indulging in the fantasy. You're taking yourself out there, and you're actually trying to ex- excite. Yourself. You're trying to find something fun. And in this case, it's fun stuff that also happens to teach you a lot about what you can and cannot do. Uh, You think you can actually run all day, if you can actually talk your way out of a situation, you can actually flex these things. You can actually enjoy being someone else, someone brand new at almost minimum risk of yourself. I mean, it's definitely a lot safer than going and getting yourself smashed at like a club or a bar, you know, or, you know, other stuff that kids these days do Um, i'm sorry i sound like an old fart but i'm only like 25 but here's the thing if you don't experience the wider palette of what the human experience has to offer by the time you've passed on you would have missed out a lot guys we we're talking about a myriad of experiences that you could probably do and complete take back on what i said earlier on you should at least get smashed face smashed once in your life. I mean, seriously, my first time, I ended up, um, I ended up on the floor. I woke up in a pile of my own puke. Uh, the window was open. There was blood on the floor, and the two friends I was drinking with. There was a note on the door. And two friends I was drinking with gone. First thing that went in my head was like, did they jump? And that's a story <laughs> for another day, and I will tell you all about that then. So for now, the last message I'm gonna leave with you guys is that the LARP is happening eighth of July. 8th of July, which is this weekend, on a Saturday. Please do come by. It's 15 ringgit for registration. There will be weapons and costumes provided at rent. Um, if You you can bring your own if you want. Just remember, it's foam. Go read up the rule books. Take a look at the event. The event is called KDU Tales of Kowloon. So that is about it. That wraps up our segment for today. Um, you are here with what's new KDU and your host Aaron thank you all for listening and tolerating me for the rest better part of the day so now I'm signing off hi I'm Kai from KDU Gaia Fight Club and you are listening to KDU Campus Radio hi I'm Susan from CF and you're listening to KDU Campus Radio